Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5. Murder sentence. A former South Carolina attorney will soon learn his fate after he was convicted in the killing of his wife and son. The latest on the case that has gripped the nation. Access to care, it can be a daunting undertaking for cancer patients on Hawaii Island to get the life-saving treatment they need. Why they face or may face even more difficulties in the future. Return to the Water, a celebration of Native Hawaiian tradition, is set to make a splash again. Our Casey Lan has a preview of this weekend's Canoe Fest. Plus, spending time with your loved ones without a screen in sight? What? what? Is that even possible in 2023? <laughs> Our tech expert has more on an effort to unplug, even if it's just for one day. One day. Although you should watch Sunrise, though. I mean, that's, that's a given, right? <laughs> that's different, And though. then you can turn off all your it's, screens. It's yeah. different. It's different. <laughs> we had our first alert weather and traffic team. Lacey's off today, but yeah. today is Aloha Friday! <laughs> so, you know, it, we still got one more day of this wind. Yeah, yeah, oh. one more day, but things are slowly easing up. The, the winds <laughs> aren't going to be, be as strong, although we'll see our fair share of rain today. So it's going to be a little bit soggy today. Heads up on that. Here are your weather headlines. First alert, blustery day today. Breezy winds, spotty downpours, maybe even a few isolated thunderstorms. But heads up, next week, we're talking Monday through Wednesday. we got three cold fronts bringing in more rain as well as uh, some gusty winds. So that's Monday through Wednesday. So enjoy the weekend. And then there's a high surf advisory that continues for east shores and a winter storm warning for the Big Island summits. They could get upwards of eight inches of snow from the current system that's sitting over us. Again, there are three fronts heading this way starting on Monday. So get ready for wet weather next week. But for today, it's still going to be pretty soggy out there, especially for the windward sides of Maui and Hawaii Island. We've got some downpours out there. And the winds will still be running breezy. The good thing about that is that they'll push the rain along at a good clip, and that will limit the chance for flooding. Now let's check on traffic. How's it looking out there, Billy V? It's looking really good here in the early going as you're getting up, you're getting out the door. If you're coming from the windward side of Oahu, let's give you a look real quickly. We'll start from the Kahuku area. We'll get you in towards town. All green on Kamehameha Highway. As you head towards Kahikili Highway, looking good. We'll get you the overall view. Waimanalo, Kailua, Kaneohe, looking green. Let's get you over the Like Like Highway real quickly, and we'll show you. Uh, this is what it looks like at Like Like and Kulakolea. The town spots looking good. Top stories in the morning right now. Let's get you back to the desk with Stephen Grace. All right, thanks, guys. It's 502 and happening now in South Carolina. Sentencing is underway for Alex Murdaugh after he was found guilty of murdering his wife and son. Murdaugh is a fourth-generation lawyer from a powerhouse legal family that has had major influence in South Carolina for decades. But now he faces at least 30 years in prison, perhaps even life without parole. Jared Hill has the details of the case that has attracted national attention. Guilty verdict. Alec Murdaugh, a once prominent South Carolina lawyer, now convicted killer. On Thursday, the 54-year-old was found guilty of murdering his wife, Maggie, and 22-year-old son, Paul, back in 2021. Their voice was heard tonight and justice was brought for them. We can't bring them back, but we can bring them justice. The jury returned with the verdict after just three hours of deliberation. Although investigators never found a murder weapon and there were no eyewitnesses, Murdaugh even took the stand insisting he didn't do it. I would never 
hurt Maggie Murdoch. I would never hurt Paul Murdoch. But he did admit to stealing millions from his clients and law firm, also admitting to lying about not being at the scene of the crime shortly before the murders, blaming the deception on a rampant addiction to opioids. Once he took the stand and had to admit that he lied for 20 months about not being at the murder scene, I think they saw him as a liar. Prosecutors argue Murdoch killed as a cover-up, saying he was afraid his financial crimes were about to be exposed, thinking the deaths of his wife and son would gain him sympathy and buy him time. His defense called that outlandish. Totally illogical, irrational, and insane. Those are words I wrote down. For someone to kill their loved ones when their criminal conduct is being exposed. After admitting to those financial crimes under oath, experts say Murdoch's legal troubles are far from over. Jared Hill, CBS News. Murdoch's lawyers are expected to appeal. Yeah, they say the judge should not have allowed evidence of financial crimes in this case, claiming that allowed prosecutors to smear his reputation. Here at home, two Native Hawaiian men convicted of hate crime will serve several years in prison. Kalana Alokonohi has been sentenced to six and a half years in prison, and Levi Aki Jr. got four years and two months. That's according to the Associated Press. The jury found them guilty of beating a white man who was moving into a home in their village on Maui back in 2014. They allegedly told him that no white man is ever going to live in their village while they were beating him. An HPD officer was taken to the hospital after a cab plowed into the back of a police cruiser yesterday. This was on the H1 westbound near the airport off-ramp. The officer is reported to be in stable condition. A second officer involved declined to be taken to the hospital. Sources say those officers were blocking traffic for a disabled vehicle that needed a tow truck. The cab's driver was not harmed. But just a reminder, if you see police or any other emergency vehicles on the road, you are required by law to move over and give them plenty of room. All right, 506, Daniel K. Noe Airport had a surprise problem in its baggage areas yesterday, and it all started with a safety check. <laughs> Morning, Howard. Yeah, in Terminal 2, a, a team of electricians was getting ready to splice into a power line to create uninterruptible power centers for new baggage handling systems recently installed. First, they had to test their ability to shut off the power while the work was being done. But after testing, when they turned the power back on, they blew 72 variable frequency drives out. And every one of them had to be replaced. Terminal 2 baggage areas for lobbies 5, 7, and 8 were down for hours, basically all day. Affected airlines, and there were seven of them, moved bags to other areas, indirectly affecting other airlines. We were originally told flight schedules weren't affected and passengers largely didn't know there was trouble. But later, we heard some bags were late getting to aircraft and were loaded on later flights. All four members of the Hawaii congressional delegation have signed a letter to IRS head Doug O'Donnell asking that the IRS use its administrative authority to exempt Red Hill drinking water victims from being taxed for the emergency assistance they got from the Defense Department. They offered a legal precedent from Section 139 of the tax code, which exempts disaster assistance offered by FEMA. And they asked for quick action before families face a tax payment deadline next month. On Wall Street this morning, the Dow is barely moving the needle. The Dow is up, but it's up less than 30 points now. See how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Howard. Well, the annual Canoe Fest is happening tomorrow in Windward, Oahu. Yeah, and our Casey Lund is at Kualoa Regional Park with more on this upcoming event. How's it, Casey?
Yeah, aloha and good morning, guys. The Kualoa Hakipu'u Canoe Fest, the 14th annual, returning here uh, to Kualoa Regional Park. And it's exciting because, uh, it, of course, was paused during the pandemic. Last year, they did a smaller version, but back in full force. And with me this morning, in the rain, Will, we're hoping that uh, the weather's a little bit a little bit better uh, for the weekend, for Saturday during the event. But tell us just a little bit about uh, this returning and, and kind of uh, what it's all about. Kids of all ages, anybody that's interesting in voyaging, a really great opportunity, right? Yes, this is going to be a fun and exciting event. It's significant because it celebrates um, the Va and the community, and it brings uh, many people um, across the islands um, together to have a lot of fun and, and learn the traditions and the culture of Polynesian voyaging. And I think that's significant, especially given uh, where we're standing right here. Tell me a little bit about what's special about, about this end of the park. Uh, this place is um, a beautiful place because this is the birthplace of Hokulea. Um, in 1975, um, a group of great um, navigators and crew um, decided to set forth and launch the Hokulea to um, eventually sail to Tahiti. Yeah. And um, later on, the city named this beach Hokulea yeah. Beach. So Hokulea, every year we try to celebrate Hokulea with this particular canoe fest. Yeah, and we, uh, you told me just a little while ago, and I know Thompson, the crew, are making their way around to Sand Island, eventually ending up here. They'll be here for the event on Saturday. That's important. Yeah. Tell me the details really quickly, almost out of time. Uh, when do things get started tomorrow? Um, so tomorrow, we're going to have opening ceremony at 10 o'clock, and we're going to um, allow everyone to come and enjoy and, and fellowship and, and talk about um, the vase and, and like you see, we have vase from all over yeah. different islands, Hilo, Maui, along with um, North Shore here and Waianae. Yeah, all and kinds of different All clothes. kinds it, of it, different. Do. There's too many yeah. to list. We've yes. got all that information. We'll get it up on the website here in a moment. But yeah, 10 o'clock tomorrow here at Kulo Regional Park. And there's much more uh, than just the voyaging aspect of this. Of course, that's what this is all about, learning about that. But there's food booths, a lot of fun things to do for Kiki. So a uh, good time here at Kulo Ranch. And the rain's let up. I think it was just a passing, passing shower, a brief one. We'll hope, guys, and we'll check back in a little later. <laughs> Yeah, this has been happening all week. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanks, Casey. Yeah. Just a reminder, sunrise is now on the weekends. So join Annalisa Burgos and our Billy V for all your headlines, plus first alert weather and traffic. That is 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. every Saturday and Sunday, and it's only on KFI. All right, step away from your phone. What? <laughs> there is a global effort to encourage people to stay offline why it could be good for you. It's coming up next. And Ford stopped manufacturing its popular F-150 Lightning. We're going to tell you when the car company could start making the electric trucks again. That's next. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. We have breaking news to report. Alex Murdoch has been sentenced to life in prison. This comes one day after he was found guilty of murdering his wife and son. Prosecutors say that Murdoch killed them as a cover-up, saying he was afraid that his financial crimes were about to be exposed. Murdoch comes from a well-known legal family in South Carolina whose members have held powerful positions for decades. Again, Alec Murdoch has been sentenced to life in prison. We'll have more on this story throughout the morning right here on Sunrise. In the meantime, let's get over to Guy Hockey. 
We're looking forward to the weekend because that means drier conditions finally and the winds will back down finally. But today, we still got to get through more blustery conditions. In fact, it's pretty wet outside right now, and you can see why. Look at all the cloud cover. Look at that disturbance very close to us. But if you look farther than that, up to the northwest, we've got three separate cold fronts heading in, and that's expected to move in and bring in wet weather next week. But this morning, look at how wet it is over on the windward sides of Hawaii Island, as well as over on Maui. Thunderstorm firing up uh, over um, uh, Hana side, very wet in Kapalua as well. And then here on Oahu, we got scattered showers moving into the windward areas. But the nature of the showers is no matter where you are, they'll be moving along quickly. So brief downpours, yes. But the good thing is that uh, the rainfall uh, won't lead to flooding likely, even though the ground is saturated, just because the rain is moving out very quickly. So again, it's going to be cool, temperatures running into to the upper 70s at best, partly sunny skies, very windy with those scattered showers. So take the umbrella as you head out the door. And I assume that traffic's going to be a little bit busier because of the wet roads, right, Billy? Well, it usually is. There's usually a slowdown, but right now it looks good. So that's the important thing is to just kind of anticipate that. Let's go ahead and take a look at the flow map real quickly. East is Honolulu. Good morning to you. Let's get you in towards town. Kalani on the Ole Highway, as you make your way towards town, you can see pretty much green on the flow map. Actually, very green right now. As you get towards the University of Hawaii, no problems in towards downtown Honolulu. The only slowdowns that you see, the yellows here and there, that's just your regular streetlights on the surface streets. Looking good right now uh, across the island of Oahu. Let's get you back over to the desk with Stephen Grace. All right, thanks, Billy. Thanks, Guy. We're getting a closer look at the backup plans for cancer patients who could lose access to chemotherapy drugs at Kona Community Hospital. Our Allison Blair explores their options. Besides Kona Community Hospital, there are two other places patients can receive IV chemotherapy treatment on Hawaii Island. Both tell me they could take on some additional patients, but exactly how many remains unclear. Meanwhile, getting to either of them from the west side means a long drive. Traffic is really hectic nowadays. It's one of the many reasons Bruce Brummagen is grateful he lives so close to Kona Community Hospital. It's very convenient. Every other Thursday, doctors have him come in for chemotherapy to treat his bone marrow cancer. The IV infusion is made right on site in the hospital's pharmacy. Technicians there stay busy, compounding cancer treatments for scores of patients, totaling more than 500 visits every month. Now, access to those life-saving medications is at risk. That's because the pharmacy could be forced to close if hospital leadership can't convince the legislature to provide it with $2.3 million. That's the rest of the money it needs to finish an expansion project that'll bring the facility up to code. Patients that we're currently seeing won't be able to receive the care they need. It has a huge effect. If the pharmacy closes, patients would have to travel to the East Hawaii Health Cancer Center in Hilo, about a two-hour drive one way. Or North Hawaii Community Hospital in Waimea, which is at least an hour drive one way. And that's only if they can get an appointment. We asked both facilities how many additional patients they can treat. East Hawaii Health Cancer Center didn't give us an exact number. Instead, saying in a statement, we would work with our providers to triage patients with the most acute needs and do our best to care for the needs of our island. Meanwhile, North Hawaii Community Hospital told us it could absorb about 5 to 10 additional infusions per week. 
when patients are getting chemotherapy, they're tired, they're sick, they may have nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and they're in pain. A lot of the people who come here, the, the patients, a lot of them not capable to drive and all that. So it, it, it would be devastating if they shut these facilities out. We've confirmed both facilities in Hilo and Waimea are already in compliance with those federal regulations set to go in effect November 1st. Allison Blair, Hawaii News Now. 516, it's Friday on Sunrise on KGMB, KHNL, and K5. Still ahead, accident-prone jobs. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.